If you've been here a while, you'll know that email marketing is one of my favorite tools for driving revenue growth in your boutique fitness business, but only when you know how to do it right. So on this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast, we're going to be talking about what you need to know to get this money-making part of marketing just right. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm thrilled that you've joined me here again today. I really, really am so glad you've taken this next 20 minutes to listen in and learn a bit more about how you can build and grow your boutique fitness business. And we're talking all about email marketing today. Now, I spent a lot of time over the last 12 years as a consultant and business coach to boutique fitness studio owners talking about this exact topic. And in that time, which is actually kind of a long time in the in the digital marketing world, um, we've seen quite a lot of other platforms come and go. And honestly, regardless of all of that, regardless of how many other platforms there are out there, email really still is so incredibly relevant when it comes to driving sales in your business. And I use it every single week. In fact, I send emails to my entire database every single week, sharing information about what I'm talking about on this podcast, industry insights, and other topics that might be relevant to the people who are on my email list. But I also send emails to the studio owners that I work with inside of my marketing intensive program and the studios, studio owners that I work with inside of my Thrive group program, as well as all the other people that I am interacting with on an ongoing basis. And truly, truly, truly email is where when it comes to um, sharing information and building relationships and driving sales in your business, email is truly where it's at. I promise you. So I wanted to talk you through a little bit about how you can use email inside of your studio business and what I see as best practices currently in today's world. Now, what I've observed is that many studio owners um, who come to me know that they need to be using email inside of their marketing campaigns and their overall marketing strategy, but it's not always that easy to get it right so that it actually works for you. And like I said, by far email marketing is going to be the thing that drives very consistent revenue in your business and typically gives you the best return on investment. It is typically extremely um, low cost to implement and actually has quite a big impact when you know how to use it properly. Okay. So there are a few things that you're going to be doing inside of your studio business to encourage that engagement with your clients and and drive retention. And retention is one of those things that we are super focused on. That's how we keep clients in our business. And when I say in our business, I mean active in our business, engaged in our business and buying from us 
on a regular basis, right? And when we think about how we can use email marketing or how we can use our emails um, to create retention, drive engagement, there's a few things to think about. And this can become very quickly a really big topic with a lot of of different uh, things that we can drive into. We can go down some really deep holes, rabbit holes, talking about different things. But I want to talk about perhaps the three areas um, that I would recommend you focus when it comes to your email marketing. Okay. And, And if we think about it in terms of the customer journey, I think it makes it even simpler to see where there might be some gaps in what you're doing right now. So the first area that you're going to use email very and to have one of the biggest impacts that you can have on your business overall is in that point in which your client is making a decision about whether they want to continue on as your client after being in your trial offer or your introductory offer. And that is the point we talk about um, that conversion from being someone who is just looking to being a client who is going to keep coming back and spending more time with you and more money with you, Right. Um, The second area to focus on is that ongoing nurture focus. So you're nurturing the relationship um, with the goal of maintaining a really solid retention level um, in your business um, and retaining every single client that can come in as active in your business. Okay. And the final area that you're going to focus on when it comes to email marketing is when those folks who tend to drop off the schedule, which happens regardless of how great you are at conversion and retention, we do see people often fall off the schedule and what it is you can do with email marketing to bring those people back. And we call that win back. And so let's dive into conversion email marketing first. Now, what, what does that look like in your business? Well, typically this is the email that you will send to clients in that very early stage of being your client, where they're just getting to know you, they're just trying a class, they're just coming in for their first or second or third session with you, okay? And it typically is the emails that you're sending between, um, in that period of time where someone is in that introductory period, where they are perhaps on their free trial or their paid trial or their introductory offer, whatever that looks like in your studio business. And it typically it happens before they commit to a longer term, longer commitment uh, package or membership. Okay. And in that, there is a, you are, that is that sweet spot where you can really be in credit. You can use email marketing and other forms of, of other touch points as well to really have an impact on the long-term trajectory of that relationship that you have with your clients. And we want our clients to keep coming back, not just once or twice, We want them to keep coming back for an extended period of time. Okay. And so that first, that very, that very first uh, couple of weeks that your, that person is active inside of your business is in, is really a, a, a time where you want to make sure that you are guiding your clients forward, nurturing the client in that stage, but also setting their expectations for what's to come. And there's a lot that goes into these emails. These emails are typically the ones that are most opened. If you look at your open rates across uh, your uh, different sort of stages of the customer journey, you'll see that that first, second, and third email that a client gets from you is is the most opened email you will ever send. Um, And it's because they are most excited about becoming your client, which means that those emails are what I would call incredibly valuable real estate. Okay. So we want to make sure we're using those emails in the most beneficial way for our business. And we want to make sure that we are talking about 
what is possible for them as your client. Perhaps you might want to share a little bit about your studio and what makes it unique and special so that it helps them to understand why they should con- continue to come as your client, why they should continue to stay in your studio as opposed to looking elsewhere. You may also take the opportunity in those emails to share a little bit about what's possible and what's next for them. And you also you kind of want to take that leadership role in guiding your clients forward um, through that phase of the customer journey, through that phase that they're at where they are just looking. They might be wondering if they want to keep going. They might be in that um, in that place where they're not really sure if they're going to continue on or not. And you can take the opportunity to perhaps educate, inform, and inspire them with your email marketing to continue on. So once you've done that really, really well in the, in the most ideal world, your client will then move into a membership or a package, which is a larger commitment and a longer term commitment typically, right? And that's when we want to, we want to use our email marketing slightly differently. So instead of being introducing them to us into to the studio, you want to be nurturing those relationships and keeping a client active and engaged. And as you're thinking about what those nurture emails might look like, you might want to think about how you can use them to create a sense of community and belonging for your clients. So are there particular values that you uphold in your studio? Are there particular things that you care about that your clients um, might find appealing and interesting um, that might resonate with them? Um, You might have some shared values, possibly, and probably you will, um, that you might want to um, reiterate during these sorts of emails. During the, in the side of these nurture type emails, you'll also want to talk about what's happening in the studio and what, what, uh, the upcoming events, um, they should be aware of, uh, perhaps any schedule changes. If you've got specific workshops or programs or retreats that you offer, you're going to use these emails to share that information with them. You might also want to highlight your teachers or specific classes that are on your schedule. And when it comes to these nurture emails, it's not about coming up with new content every single week. It's very powerful to be reinforcing um, some ongoing themes on a regular basis. So don't feel like you have to be a content creator at all times. When you have the right systems inside of your business to create content and to market your studio effectively, you'll find that some of these things actually become very, very simple and easy. And you find that you actually have quite a lot to say. So these nurture emails are emails that you're sending on a very regular basis, ideally on a weekly basis. And it shares value added information that again, inspires and informs your community of active and engaged clients. Now, a group that is often neglected when it comes to email marketing are the clients on within your world who may not have made it into the studio for a while. And these, this is a group of, of people who um, may have fallen off the schedule um, with, without, it's often quite unintentionally, okay? And when fat people, we find that when people fall off the schedule unintentionally and then realize they've fallen off the schedule perhaps a little later, and then that leads to all sorts of um, other perhaps hesitations they may have at coming back, slightly similar to what they might have had as a new client, right? And so what we want to share with this group of people is going to be different, again, from the what we're going to share with a brand new client what we're going to share with a client who's active in our business. 
And so we want to make sure that these emails are written specifically for this group of people. And when we send these, what we call win back emails and win back campaigns, um, we want to keep in mind a few things. Now, first of all, you want to remind them that uh, you miss them and that you are, well, you want to welcome them back into the studio and you want to be aware of how they might be, the hesitations they might have about coming back. And oftentimes when people have fallen off the schedule, they often are feeling like they might have gone backwards in their movement practice. They might not be able to do some of the things they were able to do when they were coming more frequently and more regularly. Um, there are all sorts of uh, feelings that that brings up for them, um, it, for themselves, that um, you want to make sure that you're addressing in those emails. Okay. So you might find that when clients come in and they haven't seen you for a long time, they might, the first thing they might say to you is, Hey, go easy on me. I haven't been doing much. Um, and that's their way of saying, Hey, please don't give me a hard time. I'm, I'm trying to come back and this is still kind of hard for me. Right. And so if you can address some of those things in these emails, they will be incredibly powerful. Now I know a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, people will tell you that you should also add some incentives in there from a pricing perspective, which you absolutely can do um, if you want to. Um, but what I found is that when you get the, the, the language right, when you get the copyright, when you get the messaging right around inviting people back in, you don't need to have an enormous, an enormous discount to incentivize people to come back, right? Um, typically, a little bit of both works very nicely. But again, this, you know, entirely up to you, how you decide to, um, encourage and support people to come, to come back into your studio if they've taken some time off. Okay. So those are the three categories, um, of email marketing that you want to make sure that you are using inside of your business. Um, they all, as you have, may have kind of begun to see are, are, are targeting different, um, uh, targeting your clients at different stages of, the, the life cycle in your business. Okay. And so we want to make sure that we aren't always sending every email to everybody. And this is where that sort of next level comes into play. And when I work with my studio owners inside of Thrive and inside of my marketing intensive, we're talking about how we can utilize the software that each studio has to make sure that we're not spamming everybody with all the emails that we're actually being a little bit selective about who's getting what emails and at what stage of the customer journey. Because what we know is that people need to hear different things um, depending on where, what stage they are at and what phase they're at going through that, like I said, that kind of life cycle. Um, and so we want to make sure that we're thoughtful about who's getting what email and we're, we're reaching out to the right people and saying the right thing at the right time, because that is when email marketing is incredibly powerful and very effective in driving revenue in your business. So we've covered those three different types of email marketing campaigns, which were um, the conversion period of time in, in early on in that customer journey when the client is just looking. The second is that nurture or retention focused email campaign. And finally, that win back campaign, which is ever important to continue to invite people who know you back into your studio business. Now, you want to make sure that regardless of which, uh, regardless of those uh, categories that you are um, reminding your clients on a regular basis throughout every piece of marketing that you put out, what it is that you are all about as a business. And you're upholding your brand and your brand values and your brand promise, and that you are sharing that with 
uh, at, at every touch point in your studio business. And if you want to have more information on what I mean by that on the brand promise and how to communicate that, give a little listen to episode 46 of uh, the Pilates Business Podcast, where I talk a little bit more about how you can create your brand message and get your business the attention it deserves. Now, we talked a lot about what categories of emails to you want to be sending, but we also, what I've observed as perhaps um, uh, not such a great practice is a lot of using emails only to sell something. So only to talk about an incentive or a discount or a promotion and using it only to sell. And the reality is that we want to balance those promotional emails with emails that and content across the board, not just an email, but all across the board that actually inspires and educates and informs your readers and your followers and your audience um, a bit more about your studio business. So it's a common theme here at Spring 3 um, when I talk and support my studio owners in building their businesses, because we know that if we are focusing 100% only on price, then that is all the clients will focus on also. But if you give them other things to focus on and you share more um, information about what else is possible and all of the other amazing things that people and your community get out of being your clients, you'll find that the focus shifts a little bit. So although we want to be using our emails in a very smart way to sell and to drive revenue, we also want to make sure that we are not bombarding our uh, our list with just promotional emails because that um, and ultimately what that leads to is a drop in open rates, which is not good. And when people don't open your emails, they are not being read by anybody. Okay. So we want to make sure that we're thoughtful about that combination, that, that balance, um, of promotional emails and selling to other types of content. Okay. But overall, we want to make sure that we are consistently reaching out to our community via email. And, and, and overwhelmingly, that is the most important thing. So you want to make sure you're consistent with your email marketing and you're sharing um, information and inspiration um, inside of those emails that makes them want to open the next one that comes and makes them want to continue to stay on that journey inside of your studio business. So there you have it, those three categories of email marketing messages that you need to be sending um, the top things you need to know to um, make them as effective as possible and the tips that work best no matter what you're sending. So I hope this is helpful to you as you go about building your boutique fitness business. If you loved what you heard today, and I hope you did, I would be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute, go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me and it would help to get this podcast out there into the community so that more teachers and business owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So Whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm-hmm.